This episode of Intergalactic Interviews is brought to you in part by Dressing Life's Wounds Clothing Company. Dressinglifeswounds.bigcartel.com. Raw, original streetwear. Check it out. Yeah, oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Intergalactic Interviews, episode 23. It's the year of the Jordan, ladies and gentlemen. Year of How the you doing? Jordan. I am MD of the Boomsday Alliance, of course, and I am sitting here today at Basement Studios, 16 floors above in this basement. Makes no sense, but here I am with Curtis Monumental, one of my best friends, this side of that side, uh, a very prolific writer. Oh. Producer, uh, what one of the, just the, the voyeur, one of the vo- best voyeurs I've ever met. <laughs> he, he's you know he can see someone in a room that even has uh, curtains on it. It's mm-hmm. crazy. He's really binoculars. Good yeah, he's he's just a phenomenal guy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Curtis Monumental. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Happy to finally be on your show. Do you like that? Do you like the uh, Gene Okerlund type uh, intro I just did for you there? I like it. Uh, Curtis Monumental. Did you like that? I, I need some walkout music, I think. When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. You can't bam, see bam. me, but I'm pointing to the crowd. <laughs> Somewhere Michael Savedra right now is like, yes, <laughs> yes, real American. Savedra. <laughs> yes, Michael Savedra. Uh, I, I was... Uh, Sitting here enjoying myself, enjoying a, a, a Corona extra. Mm. I always step it up around you. No Hell's Gate today. I was saying, actually, uh, that I appreciated the, the choice of beer. Yeah. You uh, like that? I like it. It's it's classy. Do you Corona always take extra. the tabs off your beer when you drink them? You know, I do. And you've been witness to that for about 10 years. Yeah, so I'm why, surprised you're surprised. Why do you do that anyway? I just don't like drinking other people's beer, so I just take the tab off. <laughs> What'd you get, meningitis as a kid or something? Pink eye. Pink eye? Yeah, it's hard to get from a beer can, but... What in the fuck? (laughs) I don't know. I got pink eye once. Uh, I uh, hooked up with this girl and I woke up with pink eye. Bad situation. I I remember that, I thought. That was bad. (laughs) Yeah, it was bad. I, like... I went away for like two weeks and I came out of the house and I was like, what year is it? Ah, and I had like a beard. It was like <laughs> so bad. Funny story. Last time I got pink, I hosted the Olympics. So uh, what the? Hold her now, bud. Oh, yeah. Hold her there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, w- I got a question for you. Yeah. Um, you've, uh, you've been living in Vancouver your whole life, born and raised, right? Born and raised, yep. Born and raised. No, uh, I haven't lived in Vancouver my whole life, but well, mo- pretty much. Yeah, but yes. like uh, you're a dual citizen. Yes. You live in, uh, you also have lived in LA. I, well, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm basically, do, I'm a resident. So, so but like, you I don't get to vote. You don't get to vote? Yeah, I don't get the privilege what, you of got, voting. Like, felon status? That's like a felon equivalent, right? We're, we're not going to go into that. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Let's Chris, just say, Chris Monimel, you want to tell us something? Let, let's just say they know where I stand, and I know where they stand. <laughs> no funeral. No funeral. <laughs> uh, what One of the things uh, about living on the West Coast is like how much of uh, a relaxed lifestyle that this scene, that this whole uh, this whole locale can provide. Mm-hmm. It can provide a very relaxed and a very enriching lifestyle, mm-hmm. but it also. In, in some perspectives, in some regard, can be slagged for um, maybe not being as go getter. Yeah, exactly. Like there, mm-hmm. there's not like a that amb- 
the ambition that that would maybe mm-hmm. be seen with like a like an East Coast hustle. Mm-hmm. But somehow you've uh, you've kind of worked around that, and, and you don't you don't have that uh, that mark on you. How how do you how do you get yourself motivated to to keep up like that? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I I definitely appreciate that coming from you because nah, I. Well, you know. We're going to go back a little bit, but when I first met Jamie, I think I told you, MD, I'm sorry, that... Uh, <laughs> you got to apologize using my name? <laughs> yeah, ja- Jamie. I said you have an M, easy. Uh, when I first met you uh, in music school, actually, you had that, yeah, we that hustle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I always, uh, I think that's why we got along pretty much right away. And uh, for me, I think the answer is just <clears> that I, like, I'm just an anxious person. Like, I'm just naturally, like... Anxious. I, yeah. I need to be doing something all the time, and if I'm not, I get really uh, uh, Down? uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Like I just, you know, I don't. I don't know. If I, that makes I, sense. I know. I know what you're saying because, like, um, I, something you told me a long time ago. Like, like you mentioned, we've been friends since college. Yeah. Um, we, <clears throat> we both have like cut our teeth in the industry together. Definitely. Uh, you know, like like in, in in many different situations. Oh, and yeah. Like so many so many times we've been able to. Uh, kind of inquire with each other about about different things and I, I really look to you as like one of my my top peers that I that I, I can converse with well likewise so, well I appreciate that but like the the uh <clears throat> yeah you know what that's the whole point of this podcast is that uh it's just a vehicle to to make me feel good, good. I'm like I do all these setups where I'm like and he's really good and then I sit there with bated breath and I'm like because you know it. I'm gonna yeah. be like well actually yeah. you're really good <laughs> I'm just gonna stop doing that As, say something nice about me I'm like yeah you know Curtis man he he just he's really good at like weight loss and stuff yep <laughs> and I'm sitting there I'm like I lost two and a half pounds you're like doesn't look like it doesn't Do- look like doesn't it. look like you, it sir you lost about a shit's sir, worth sir it looks like you could leave the cheesecake. You, why in the you, fridge. That's why we got the Corona Extra. That's why we got Corona Extra. Uh-huh. Cheers, almost, by the way. No, cheers, brother. There. I almost got a Corona <laughs> Nita. What, what's a Corona Nita? <laughs> those are... Oh, uh, Coronita. Coronita. The, those the, are, the mini Coronas. Those are the uh, the ones with uh, uteruses. They, uh, they, oh, they put uterus in them now. You, there's uh, a... I heard that's good for your skin. Yeah, the, like if it was male, there'd be vast deference, but it's like it's like <laughs> female uteruses in them. And uh, it, it's it's interesting. Does it add to the taste or They what? have less alcohol content. Uh-huh. So no matter what, they taste worse. So, so what's the upside of drinking that coronita? Uh, I guess it's, uh, it's sexy. Sexy to say it. What are you drinking? Ah, coronita. Oh, the uterus shit. Yeah, the <laughs> uterus shit. I, well, okay, wait. As as much as I sidebar and I sidebar that whole thing, yeah. But uh, the the overall um, idea uh, <clears throat> that I was going to say is something you told me a long time ago was um, uh, you're going to like by no doubt have have uh, feelings that are, are are ill sometimes towards your own craft, mm-hmm. and, and the way most people validate that is by measuring the last thing they did. Mm-hmm. And you told me you told me that, and you know it's like a lot of like common sense things that you think when you I say said them, that. Yeah, like when you say them out loud, <laughs> it, it feels like well, everyone should just know that. But the reality is, it's like hearing you say that to me. I remember that a long time ago, and I've never forgot that. And I, I've always thought, I'm like, yeah, I validate myself constantly by what I've done. That's why when down periods where where an artist isn't releasing stuff, mm. they can go through some really wicked mood swings like they, <laughs> like you know yeah um, I, I don't know have, have you ever dealt with that before where you, you, you've been all the time all the time like mm-hmm. um, I, I've talked about it before on the podcast before where it's mm-hmm. like I, I've, I've had so much uh, negativity swelling within me 
that I, uh, that it's like I, I just take it out on myself and um, I just the, you know for me it's like it's like uh, it's like energy right like I mean right everybody's got their own way of like expending that energy that they knew to like I, and I feel like I mean beyond like you know the typical ways that you might take out energy like I won't I don't have to get into maybe you got a girlfriend maybe you know you like the people uh, around you yeah maybe whatever uh, well no no I just mean like you know maybe you you like fucking girls all the time and that's how you get your fucking energy oh, right. or maybe you know you, you go to the boxing gym and you hit the bag or maybe you uh maybe you like to run or maybe you don't do any of that maybe you're a graph head and you fucking sneak out i just think that you know i, I was reading a book um and uh the guy was basically just talking about how um you're lucky to to find um your passion in life and and if you know that that's your passion and and that's what you you're supposed to do then that's your work and w- when you're not doing your work uh whether you're you're religious or not you know I, I i refer to it as like god's work it's like it's it's the work that uplifts you spiritually and allows you to become the better person and that's because mm-hmm. you're expressing yourself uh honestly and and that energy is out there does uh-huh. that make sense? That does so, make, yeah, yeah. So it's like, as an artist, it's like if you're if you're an artist and that's who you are, then you're gonna feel that need to create, whether people want to hear it or not. You know, and I think that sometimes it's easy to fall in a hole where you're kind of like, well, do people want to hear this? You yeah, know? like, are, is there even a market for this? Yeah, yeah. and it's like, I, you know, for me, I. You, you kind of come full circle and realize that, like, you know, you do it because you love it. And I think that that's where the greatest stuff comes from. And that's where I've totally. come back to. Totally. And so that anxiety that we were kind of talking about before mm-hmm. and stuff, that's gone now because it's like I am I feel actuated, you know, like I feel Cause you, actualized. Because you've been working, like, first of all, uh, <clears throat> you, you have many slashes to your name. Mm-hmm. Uh, we relate on that mm-hmm. uh, a lot. Absolutely. But, but uh, being a producer, I've always looked up to you as a producer and I've always thought um, that – the amount of work you put out with and the quality of artists that you're working with. Um, just running some names down that you've worked with. Uh, you've worked with the Nami Vice yep. uh, from 604 Records. Mm-hmm. Um, you've worked with, uh, let's see, uh, Heat Wave from the city here. You, you got... Uh, I worked with Heat a long time ago. A long yeah. time ago, yeah. Um, I'm thinking of a dude. Tony Mason. Tony Mason. Yeah. Uh, who's Yo, uh, Mason's World just dropped. Mason's there. World, uh, yeah. yeah. Tony's about to... Uh, to hit Southwest, uh, South by Southwest uh, here on March 12th. So I'm fucking... That's uh, a good, that's a good yeah, showcase. Yeah, shout out to the homie, Tony Mason, YNR yeah, movement. Um, you did four joints on that guy. I record, did four right? joints on that. Uh, I also basically executive produced the album with him. Um, Tony picked a lot of the beats and we uh, went to work uh, and um, sort of made sure that the, the entire album was... Uh, of the quality that I know that he was looking for and, and yeah. that I, you know, I want to be attached with. And, um, you know, it came out amazing. People were really receiving the work that, uh, Tony's been doing. And, uh, you know, I've got nothing but good things to say about him too. So I like the way Tony <clears throat> puts himself on record, his energy, the way, the way you make him sound on record. I really like that. I like, I like the way your production style, like your, your production of his vocals is, is really well done. Your mix is always really clean. Appreciate that. And, you know, uh, can't take anything from Tony either. Like everything, I, he is one guy. Ha, like, you know, you hear stories about like dudes like E40 or whatever, and you and you hear that like no, 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 no but I mean E40. I mean he, you know, That's what he sounds like he's Ladies a dude who is who he is on record, mm. and 
I can 100% vouch for the fact that Tony is who he is on record as well. And so he's like, that's what I love about he's that. He's banging motherfucking broads and stripping strippers smoking and all weed, this shit and smoking weed and fucking popping leaning. Mold. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's Tony, but he's like, he's he's the dude. Man. I mean, that's Yo, him. He sounds like a rad guy he is. that I would like to have a drink with. Yeah. That, that would be uh, that'd For be sure. Cool. He, so shout out Tony. Yeah. Um, he has this album that we were just talking about, uh, Mason's <clears throat> World. Yes. Um, again, you did four joints on it. Yeah. My favorite joint on that whole album, though, uh, is a song called "You" featuring Rachel Rachel Ashmore. Ash- the very, Rachel, the very Rachel talented Ashmore. Rachel Ashmore, and uh, she's also signed to uh, Six Four Records with her group, right? She is. Uh, she is in By Starlight. By Starlight. She also uh, so she does uh, work with them. She's writing with them, and she also uh, plays keyboards in a little band called Men Without Hats. Just not, you know, not Straight a big, up. Not, not a, big, not a deal. big deal. Just men without hats. So she's got a few. Yes, she's got a few men without hats. World tours under her belt and some crazy stories. And she has beautiful vocals, man. The song's called "You." If you guys are listening to this and you're on your desktop or whatever like that, you guys should just take a second and, and Google that or Google or uh, Tony Mason. You please. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, gonna probably. I'm gonna. I'm gonna actually retweet that off your account on SoundCloud. Oh so please, yeah. Check it out. Yeah, I, check I out. love that song, man. Oh, gorgeous, gorgeous. Yeah. I, that that's mm. actually brings me to a good point. There are very few times in a, in a producer's career mm-hmm. where uh, someone can hear a song and and rather than like reverse engineer it in their head and think to themselves, "Oh, this is uh, this is this is so dope," but this is how he did it, and 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 this is how I might use it in my own style or whatever mm. like that. Mm-hmm. Like a producer's mindset is like that. Like most people mm-hmm. listen to a song and they just listen to it. And what? Yeah, that's right. Well. There, like I said, there are very few times in life where you hear a song and and rather than listen to it in your producer mindset, you just you just go, oh god, I wish I did this record. Like, you, oh like, well, that's you know, so, so. I really appreciate much, it. Man. that's that's the so ultimate compliment. Much, and I, I really mean that, folks. <laughs> if you're wondering like the kind of record that I envy, if you're, you're always <laughs> listening to me, you always listen to me. Uh, oh, this is my favorite song, or or I love doing this, or this guy's talented, or whatever. This song, you. By Tony Mason, featuring Rachel Ashmore, produced by Curtis Monumental. That is a, that is the type of record where I listen to it and I go, Jesus Christ! Like <laughs> you know, like that's that's the kind of record I like. It's good shit. I so appreciate yeah, that. There man. you go. Thank you. That, that, yeah, don't return the confidence. I'm not going to. Don't. No. Okay. Good. No. Good. Because uh, I think right about now is a good time to maybe go into some listener questions. Does that sound okay? <laughs> <laughs> Setting it. Wait for Curtis not to return wait, the compliment. Him, don't don't return the compliment, and then hit yeah, him with okay, the uh, here we go. Uh, they hit him with the stinger. Oh yeah, yeah, they don't let you use that no more. Yeah, our our favorite one of our favorite things we uh, we like is uh, I don't know about your, your favorite character. I think it's Mo, right? Definitely Mo. Our favorite character on The Simpsons is Mo, and uh, one of the things in our friendship that's just totally non-music that we just have always done is uh, we just randomly text, yeah, impersonate <laughs> Mo and random text of like the best Mo lines ever, like and ah, just like really dark Mo, like dark Mo, yeah, <laughs> no favorite. funeral Mo. What you uh, what you don't like uh, like my you don't like my shoes and they're just like <laughs> bag Wonder Bread bags. <laughs> Why? Because I don't have fancy sold shoes on. <laughs> Sir, your belt is an extension cord. <laughs> <laughs> he's ragging on your belt. Yo, he's ragging on your belt, son. Uh, okay, this uh, this first. Let's go to some listener questions. First here. of all, I I want to say, uh, I'm very excited to hear these because I was worried that uh, well, you thought we no. wouldn't get any. I I mean, I know you have a following, but I I don't know. I was worried that uh, 
might not get any good ones. I and think you, uh, the look on your face <laughs> is telling me already that there's going to be some good questions. Oh, that's okay. You know, like, uh, I think you underestimate your, yourself here. I think uh, you underestimate yourself. We'll see after these, uh, see after these questions. Okay. Uh, now, this one comes in via Twitter. Okay. okay. Um, uh, Curtis Monumental, who is a new artist or band you are liking that you think we would like? That thank I think you. you would like. Yeah, and then they said thank you. Um, a new band or artist? New band or artist that I think that you guys would like. You probably fall into the same thing that uh, a lot of producers do, which is that uh, we we kind of like... Listen to the music that we work we're on making, all yeah. the time. It's like the time that a normal person would just like, hey, I'm going to listen to music or go to the gym or whatever like that. That's the time we spend making music all the time. So there's very rarely times that you just listen to stuff you like. But I found that recently, the more time I make to listen mm-hmm. to new stuff, the happier I am with the stuff I'm making. So, so I don't know. Totally. Have you, have yeah. You heard something I recently? need that. Well, uh, I mean, I get the chance to hear a lot of different music. So, like, if we're talking rap. I think um, I think it's an artist or band. Artist or band? I mean, unless you mean the roots. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it could uh, be anything. The, I, you know, I'm going to put this on record here, and uh, I don't know whether in a couple months I'm still going to be standing behind that, but um, I'm fucking with this one dude, uh, Young Thug, right now. Young Thug? Young Thug. Uh, he's got a track called um, Stoner. Stoner. And, uh, you know... I just fuck with it. It's just a, it's just a tight beat, and like his whole thing is kind of like you can understand him sometimes, and you can't Young understand thug. him otherwise. And it's like you might want to check that out okay, uh, well, if you're yeah. into like you know. And I'm talking like I mean, this is does he have a YouTube? Yeah, he's on YouTube. Okay, he's well, on. yo, here you take my tablet and look up that, and we'll play like ten seconds of it. Okay, or some shit. Okay, skip all the ads and all that. Uh, I already clicked it. It's just gonna it's gonna load up. Oh, there okay, for, for sure. It's gonna uh, load for you there. Young thug. Uh, can you multitask? Can I ask you another question yeah, like, ask me while some more you questions, look it man. up? Yeah. All right, here we go. Um. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to use your tablet because I'm an idiot here. Okay, uh, here. What's that? What are you playing now? This is not it. Go back and click click the uh, on bottom right there. See where it's moving? There you go. And just pause it. This That's is the it. song. Is that it? No. <laughs> no. Okay, hey. how do I uh, how do I look up shit? Is well, it in well, description? Tell you, maybe I'll look it up. Yeah, maybe I'm just handing easier. you a blind thing. Yeah, I'm like, uh, I don't oh, have here, a tablet. I'll ask you something. Yeah, while uh, while I look it up, is that good? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yo, this question comes in. Uh, what we just did that one via Twitter, right? So okay, um, this is a good one. Uh, this comes in via Facebook. Oh, dope. Um, Curtis Monumental. Why did you choose the name Monumental? That's a good question. Well, why don't you lay it on thick, bro? I don't. Yeah, I mean, the truth is, is that you only have one lifetime, in my opinion, to do something extraordinary. Right. And I'm trying to build something with my life beyond music that um, this is going to sound vain, but I mean that will live beyond me. I want to leave. I want to leave something of lasting beauty behind. I. I think that that is like so relevant nowadays, you know, like, like, I don't know if I'm going to have kids, man, ever. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had this discussion. I was actually shocked. I think you're going to change your mind. You think I'm going to have kids? I'm, I'm going to, cause I hear you in talking about, about five or six years, start bothering you about that because I think that you, 
<laughs> well, like you like, have a deep darkness within you, and, and I think that the kids are gonna. <laughs> well, what? And I have to like give birth to something from that. You have to give birth. It'll be like Mr. Mom. I'll be your Danny DeVito. You How can be Schwarzenegger. How did that movie get greenlit? I don't know. Do you know how many people had to touch that film to make that happen? <laughs> touch that film. Do you know what I mean? They, they had to go, yeah, yeah, you know, Danny DeVito. <laughs> it was a, yeah, it's going to be Danny DeVito. It's going to be a buddy comedy. It's going to be Danny DeVito, okay, and Arnold okay. Schwarzenegger, okay. And they're like, all right. Uh, uh, and Schwarzenegger is going to be pregnant. Uh, what? Let me stop you right there. So Pregnant? Like, is he really pregnant yeah. or is this going to be a like, prosthetic? He gets someone pregnant. N- no. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think my water burst. <laughs> oh, jeez. That was perfect. That's exactly how that pitch went. And then the best part was, ladies and gentlemen, no one said, that's stupid. They yeah. just said, yeah, throw a bunch of money at him. That should be great. Well, <laughs> I think that movie did pretty well, though. I think that was in the realm of, like, fucking two men and a baby and all that shit. Kindergarten was pop- like, Cop. Like, that like, was another one. What no. else can we do? Like, do you, what is the equivalent of that? Like, Jamie Lee Curtis has a, a True penis. Lies. Jamie Lee Curtis has a penis. I'm going to start a punk band, and that's what the name of it's going to be. Jamie Lee Curtis has a penis. Jamie Lee Curtis has a penis. Okay, yo, I found Young Thug Stoner. Here we go. Do you want to listen to it? Give him him like 15 seconds of it. 15 seconds. This is is what Monumental's digging lately. Here we go. Oh, shit. Ah. You gotta really listen to the lyrics to like get it, you know? Well, apparently he's a stoner and he's also stoned. Oh, you got it. (laughs) This shit Uh, makes me wanna just cook. Just fucking. I'm bouncing here, son. Oh, so he's like, uh, kind of reminds me of uh, someone who actually I learned about from you, mm. who uh, uh, I've grown to like love, uh, is The Dream. Oh. Man, you put me on That the reminds you d- of The Dream? A little bit. Just You're going to give The Dream that? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere in The Dream, if he ever li- if he's ever listens to this podcast no, in my wildest dream, I would love that. He's, he's busy making his fifth solo LP yeah. Love Prince or some <laughs> shit Prince Love or I, was, I don't know it'd be like royalty love <laughs> some by this point he's Vagina he's, Embassy Vagina <laughs> Vagina Embassy yo it's first single Happy Swimming first single Swimming so, yo, Swimming in Vagina Embassies ooh, ooh, ooh. Vagina Embassies boom 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 boom, boom. oh yeah his 808 and then the so, boom boom and then, and then uh, the the next lead single, which is Fallopian Tubes. Fallopian Tubes. All that shit was trademarked and co-produced by Monumental and MD. So mm-hmm. there's very little room. Don't for you sample guys. that. Don't sample it. It's already. We'll come already after up. you. It's Yo, just not gonna be a good. CanCon, son. So cans got our mm-hmm. back. Yep. Uh, that was a, 
That was pretty good. I, I like the way that that guy. It's like uh, at first I thought it was gonna be some like Waka Flocka Flame fucking trap shit like that, mm. but it turned out to be. I mean, I fuck with Flocka too, but I, I don't. Yeah, I, I love I love trap shit. The thing is, is like I I I love all kinds of music, and I know people say that, but I mean, I really do. I I really love not not all kinds of music, but most music. What kind of music don't you like? Um, I can't say that I'm a huge fan of like country pop. I'm not a big fan of that. You don't like, shake it for me, girl, so shake even, it for me. I don't know what that song is. With but the birds and the crickets and the sounds of bounds and the same dome, like a boom. But when I was in Nashville last year. If that's, that's a song, I might like that. That's You like that? Yeah. I think you just like my rendition of that. I don't know. The birds and the crickets and the bees and dogs. I like and the shake it for downtown me part. by the hogs and everyone shake it Downtown for by the hogs. Yeah, I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's, well, I, when I was in Nashville, that, was, that song is by a guy named Luke Bryan. Okay, and, and, I, uh, I think I've heard the name actually. I'm pretty. It's he's fucking he's giant. Yeah, yeah, he, he's yeah, yeah. Giant. like he's got like 50 billion plays or something. I, I might have seen him on the CMAs or something like that. Possibly because <laughs> he's got this song called "Shake It For Me, Girl." <laughs> and Shake that was it huge. for me. Yeah, and like when I was in Nashville, <laughs> every single honky tonk we went into, <laughs> every single one had uh, like a like a cover band in there, <laughs> and and like literally the the. He would just, he would be like, I got friends in low places in the seat, which he found. See, that sounds familiar to ways. me, too. And see, I, that's like, I wonder if it was because you were singing that to me before <laughs> or whether I've actually heard that song. Well, like that, that would be like the staples that you hear, like for country music. And yeah. then all of a sudden, uh, he'd be like, All right, y'all. He'd be all fat and sweaty, sweaty. out of breath. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Be like, All right, y'all. We're going to get into some other stuff right now. We're going we're gonna to see if you're ready to shake it. And then... Shake it for the trickers in the crickets and trees. And the cats downtown by the whiskey and bees. I'm like, some shit like that. And uh, every, Were those the real lyrics? Well, I don't know. Because <laughs> that was sound, pretty good. Well, it sounded like that. Everywhere. That was, everywhere I'm down, we're sick of the bow. <laughs> some nice country freestyle skills the, there, son. The sick of the bow. The taking out down by the sick of the bow. Well, like this this street in Nashville, it's like uh, it's like uh, Granville in Vancouver. It's like an entertainment district. So right. uh, <clears throat> it's it's like I think it's called Ninth Ave or something. Right. But it just goes. You were telling me it, it just keeps blocks going. Blocks and blocks. Yeah. yeah. And like <clears throat> literally, it'll be like bar, 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 ice cream parlor. Hmm. Bar, 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 saddle store. Like, just the weirdest fucking... And then record shop. Like, the weirdest fucking mix. It's amazing. Bar, 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 bar. And the crazy thing is, every single bar is packed. Mm -hmm. And every single bar is no cover. Mm -hmm. And every single bar has their own cover band playing. It's just insane, right? I just wish that... uh, I wish that... um we had that here. I wish there were more live venues, and I wish they were more concentrated because I think that Vancouver is getting. We're getting there, you know. Yeah, like the, there's also a, a really good quote I mm. have from you that I've I've never forgot. Mm-hmm. Um, this this comes from when I first moved out here in 2005. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking, and and uh, I was like, um, how come how come people don't support things out here? Because I was still trying to get a vibe out here for like yeah. what things were like, and uh, you you had your your feet firmly uh, yeah. planted here. So I was like, how come people out here don't support certain uh types of shows or certain artists like it's like it's a big city and for Mm -hmm. me i was coming from such a small town i felt Mm -hmm. like the big city has it all that kind Mm -hmm. of thing right Mm -hmm. um and and i remember you telling me well the hip-hop industry out here in vancouver is is very much a a very large head there are a lot of people that are, are wanting to be be the scene yeah but there is no body there's no uh infrastructure there's no like at that time Excuse me. There was no podcasts. Mm-hmm. There was no uh, real like like 
website coverage other mm-hmm. than the odd niche website mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that. And then there's no magazines. There's there's no infrastructure to, to support that scene. Mm-hmm. And, and you're right. It seems like it's kind of turning a corner now. There is kind of more of a... I mean, you know, what we need really desperately in Vancouver is um, that dedicated hip-hop radio um Oh yeah, like so bad. You know, I mean, I know that I know that you know there are people out there doing their thing, and like definitely shout out to them. But I, I you know, I, I, I want. I'm talking like in the way that Virgin Radio saturates. You know, I would love to have yeah that. Here. Well, I mean, like you got to get a shout out like Flip Out and Swing and stuff. Like they've always been good oh, guys and definitely. And you know, I mean, they, I, I know like we know that they try to like hold that down as much as possible. Oh, for sure. But, and they, you know, they, uh, definitely. And I mean, you know, there are OGs in the game, but I'm, I mean, I'm talking about building. <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting, we're getting there. there. Yeah. It, it seems like if it's if it's not college play it's mm-hmm. very hard to get beyond that in a, in a in an urban sense but like you in, know in general in in canada uh with the exception of i'd say toronto you know it, the the urban um the urban market is is ignored i think because yeah. i think that they're out, i know that they're out there and i mean i know you know i mean yeah you know i think uh, uh like together I, th- I think we we could probably put a good rotation together out oh, there for like sure. if we were co-program directors or something but we'd have to be dirty like take paola oh yeah be, oh yeah i wouldn't want to do that yo though. send me one shoe and then when i get ten thousand spins i'll send you the other shoe no no send me the foot send me the foot i'll send you the foot in the shoe in the shoe that's weird eh? there haven't been many uh uh feet washing up on vancouver shores lately i was fucked up i'm thankful for that that's, i don't know that what was that was weird right People, people that don't know what we're talking about uh, at home right now, uh, there is uh, an ongoing weird kind of uh, like a, occurrence. A, an anomaly. Yeah, like a weird occurrence that happens in Vancouver and uh, Victoria uh, where uh, feet, feet. Are, are washing up on shore mm-hmm. uh, intact inside of a shoe, a running shoe or, mm-hmm. or, or, or whatever kind of footwear. And uh, it's like clean severed. Yeah. And they're clean, like, so it's like a foot that's been cut off. With a lightsaber. With, like, clearly <laughs> with a red lightsaber from mm-hmm. the dark side. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that. And mm-hmm. I think I think we have the ways of knowing that now. Yeah. But uh, it, it's odd that that was just, it was happening, like, once a month mm-hmm. for, like, a year. And yeah. then just stopped. Sort of around and leading up to the Olympics, I think. So, did you say about 2011? 2011, would you say? I think it, yeah, it, I think it reached a fever pitch. A feeder pitch. A feeder, feeder pitch. It probably, yeah, I fed her a pitch around Better. 2011 with that, and I think it stopped. What do you think? Uh, where do you think it comes from? What's the top theory you think that it was? Well, I mean, I fucking just had to start staying in on weekends and working. <laughs> it was you. <laughs> so, that's, so you're suggesting on this podcast, free for download, <laughs> that, it, that I'm that I'm Darth Vader. That it was you. <laughs> no, that, that's awful. I uh, first I don't of all, I'm mad that you didn't show me your lightsaber. Oh wait! Oh, pause oh. that. Pause that. Yo, don't. don't no, shoot. no, we're all. Uh, <laughs> Yo, pause that. I don't know how to. I don't know how to recover from that. Yeah, I don't know what to say. Uh, Obi Wan. Oh, Obi. <laughs> what else? Uh, what else you got for me, son? What, what you got? Uh, you got. Uh, I, I have. I have a thousand things to talk to you about, but yeah. I, I just want to bounce the ball to you for a second. What do you want to talk about? What do you want? What do you well, got? You got I mean, I know what I know. What's coming up? I'm, I'm excited. I, I'd love to hear another question if you have another one. Yeah, we could do that. Hold on a second. Let me pull out some more questions here. How, how was that for the? Uh, was that enough? Give him one rap song, or I guess that's that good. That was good. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. And we played it. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever played 
like that during yeah i wasn't the show. expecting that so that was cool that we do that yeah um and uh yeah yo i can see why you dig that stuff i can definitely see why you like it it's fucking every time you show me something i'm always i always leave the area after you leave and i'm always like yeah that was kind of dope and I, like, <laughs> yeah, it's I all, think about it you like later tonight <laughs> in your head you're like yeah whatever fuck and that song like, and then you later tonight yeah you'll be at home like i don't know chilling yeah. with Liz or something really gotta listen to the lyrics like, and then just like stoner. You'll, no you'll be sitting there and you'll just be watching your highlights or whatever and all of a sudden <laughs> I'm a stoner I'm a stoner I'm a stoner <laughs> in your head okay this is this is uh, are you ready for this I am uh, <clears throat> uh, this one comes in via Twitter mm. uh, uh, who is uh, who is your favorite artist you have worked with that's kind of an unfair question to ask. It it was a question. You no, know, no disrespect to everybody that I work with, but this person, they are my favorite well, for sure. I'm going to throw them all. I'm in. sure there's a political answer you can give here. No, you know, like... honestly, I I I'm not going to give you a political answer. I'm going to give you the truth, even though it's going to sound political. And and the truth is that if you listen to the people that I work with, right? Okay, so. I work with Anami Vice. I work with Tony Mason. I get to work with Rachel Ashmore. I get to work with uh, some stuff on uh, Paige Morgan's new uh, work. I'm working, uh, I'm half of a group um, which is called Thug Disco. And uh, my other homie, Brendan, aka Turn to Side B, him and I I are doing. Him and I are doing a lot of work right now, and uh, we will continue. And actually, you're gonna you're gonna get a, a taste of that. And um, we can play some uh, Thug Disco today. Yeah, I hope so. Really? If you, if yeah, I would love that. Man. This will be this actually will be the premiere of this track because um, really, yeah, the only time that it's been spun, premiere. only time it's been spun is at uh, uh, during the middle of a set that Brennan did a few weeks back at. Uh, what, live? Uh, Chapel Sound, yeah. So it's all oh, the... Oh, oh, shout out to Chapel Sound. So shout out Chapel Sound. Shout out my dude Dodge, man. Fucking A. Shout out Dodge for sure. Um, and uh, shout out Turn to Side B and all the homies. Uh, anyway, um, and uh, I know, t- of <laughs> this course... This is the most political filibuster answer. <laughs> it's I, just like, I'm it's just like, going to keep talking yeah, and not like answer. favorite answer? Well, and you know... No, okay, so let me, get back to, uh, let me get back to my point, um, which was that if you listen to those people, there are some artists I miss and I already apologize for that, but... Um, they all are very different, you know. Tony and and Ami both rap, but those are so completely oh different God. veins. It's totally completely different, different veins. Totally you know different. what I mean? Yeah. Um, the stuff I get to do with Paige, for example, is is R and B. The stuff I get to do with Rachel is R and B, and like there, there's pop mixed in with Paige's stuff, and you know. Um, so and then and then um, Thug Disco is is really gonna be. A lot of things. I mean, you're gonna hear you're gonna hear me rapping in that. You're gonna hear a lot of strictly shit that DJs fuck with. Be more, you know. Uh, so uh, is juke, it like footwork shit? Like yeah, I'm talking so like it's, it's like yeah. uh, like some four four stuff. Like, mm, like not even four four. Like I'm, no? you know, uh, turn aside. Be really put me on to some shit that I had never really heard for, and that's his shit. You know, he he spends his days fucking digging through crates. He's a you know he's right. a DJ first and foremost, um, who is now a producer who I produce with, and uh, so you know I, I I respect the craft enough to understand that to really be deep into a scene, you really gotta you really gotta spend your time, especially with the stuff that's it's emerging. You know, it's not out there easy to find. It's like you gotta be digging and knowing the communities and being part of these communities. So. I mean, all these things are so different, you know, and so 
I can't say that I actually have a favorite because I get to to exercise my my um, my creativity with with all these different people, and and they all bring something different out of me, you know. And and likewise, I'd like to think that I bring the best out of them. That's so, a good answer. You know, I I honestly there is there I don't have a favorite. I would vote for you. <clears throat> I, w- I would vote for you. I'm uh, I'm running Green Party. That, <laughs> you probably win. I don't know if they. I, I, I don't know. If I, I, I might be the only person who might stay on time with that shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also representing the Green Party. <laughs> Insert bong sound. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Uh, do you want to go? Do one more question. If you yeah, if you got one more, that you uh, like. I got I got a couple more. Okay, yeah, whatever um, you want. These are these are great questions this week, man. Okay, the came in dope. I'm, I'm honored. Okay, here's one. Um, uh, Curtis, I have a question for you. Two trains leave Pennsylvania at the same time. Mm. One train is traveling at 42 kilometers per hour. Mm-hmm. The other at a speed of 28 kilometers per hour. Mm-hmm. How many times will Dan Hamu score on himself in the next five years? Uh, <laughs> including the time that he did. <laughs> First of all, that's amazing. That was a little prick job there. I gotta say. <laughs> oh yeah, I can imagine who who sent that one. Uh, aside from that, he's already scored on himself once. Uh, yeah, I guess. It I would next... like I would like to remind you that Dan Hamu saw more ice time than. PK Subban in the Olympics. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, I guess that's uh, the setup. And he's though. also a, he's also a two-time gold medalist. <laughs> Was it necessary to throw the train? Oh, I love, that's the best question. part about it. When you don't know it's going to be shit talk, and then it smacks you, it's the best part. Were you like ready to do some math? I, like... I totally was ready to do some math. Jesus I was Christ. like, okay, 42 kilometers, and then the other one was like 20, and I'm like, okay, well, oh, that, that's fucking what's funny, the distance going to be? Um... The uh, <laughs> that was good, yo, and that came in via Facebook. That's that, amazing. That I know, good. I love that. Um, hey, uh, uh, do you want to? Th- there's one more. Do you want to? Yeah, yeah. Just you said you had right a couple now? more. Yeah, yeah. This this is the last one here. Okay. Um, uh, hi, I'm wondering what your Stanley Cup winner prediction for this season is. Mm, I thought I'd be asked that. I was spoke. Hi, I'm wondering what your Stanley Cup winner prediction for this, this season. season is. That makes sense. I don't think I would have wrote it like that. No? Me, no, not me. <laughs> not in the King's English? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, do you have a Stanley Cup uh, prediction this fuck. year? Fuck. You know, um, I'm going to go with, like, I mean, the West runner? is looking ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Anaheim, you look at the way that Getzlaff and Perry played. Um, I mean, that's a fucking solid team. Anaheim's pretty ridiculous. Uh, obviously, St. Louis is fucking silly. But I'm not so sure that they have the uh, veteran St. Louis? Yeah, I mean... I, I would think... Uh, I mean, at one point, they had a... They were, like, the last bastion for for so many, like... like oh, for Jason sure, but R9. now you got all these young guys. And, I mean, yeah. look, you know, I mean, TJ Oshie alone was so incredible in the Olympics. I mean... Yeah. He I was, like Shattenkirk. I Shattenkirk's like, great. They got uh, Petrangelo. He's on, yeah, he's on yeah, St. Louis. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they, they're... He's they're, a gold medal winner now. Yeah. It's good shit. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. there's, uh, there's a lot to be said, but... Uh, do you have a? You think? Are you saying the Blues? Then you think the Blues? No. Gonna... If I if I was going to call a team, I would rather say Anaheim than. Uh, you than think the Anaheim? Blues. I th- <clears throat> I don't think Anaheim has it has in the tank. The, I don't think they have the depth to mm. rock that hard. I mean, they are. I last I checked, they're number one by quite a bit in the standings. Yeah, are they not? It, but, but however, the President Cup uh, trophy. Yeah, curse. And, and you know, I <clears throat> I gotta say, the West is so 
built in a way, especially with the new division. People are going to be yeah. beat the fuck up by the time That's they get to right. the Stanley Cup. It's like, it's almost actually these new divisions, even though there's a team less in the West mm. for, for uh, each mm. each division, um, for that conference, it's like harder in many regards because there are there are some, like, I, I could just name like powerhouse teams right now, like there's Anaheim, San Jose, LA. Like, Anybody in the thought, top eight. Whoever thought that a trip to, to Cali could like Be wreck that. you in your division? Like, oh yeah, you, you can go zero and three, no problem. Oh yeah, yeah. Like so, I'm kind of looking at uh, from a hunger standpoint. I'm you know we're looking at the West. We're looking at a very proud, um, some very proud hockey players on Anaheim. Uh, I, I I don't is. Timo's still playing, is he not? Timo Solani? Yes. Yeah, certainly. Sorry. So I mean, he uh, just took bronze at the Olympics, right? Oh, yeah, but I mean for Anaheim. and Yeah, he's yeah. still playing. I mean, you know, that team, uh, I wouldn't discount them. Let's put it that way. They're on a tear. I, I know there's the like President's Cup. 40 points. The guy's ridiculous. That's insane. I mean, he's, he's like the unaging man. You know, like it's crazy. Is how he 42, well 41? He's, he's in his 40s for sure. That's pretty wild. And you know what? He said that this is his last year. Yeah. And, and Yager also said yeah. the same thing. Those are two beasts that have been Beast. playing our, almost our entire lives. Yeah, you think about that. That's that's a pretty wild thing. Do you think? Uh, do you think Vancouver will make the playoffs this year? I really hope so. I really do. I mean, I know you're a big fan. I'm, uh, I'm a big fan. Uh, I know you think I'm probably putting the screws to you. But no, I'm actually, no. I mean, I, yeah. and you know what, man? I mean, how long have I known you? You always, you've always <laughs> put the screws to me. You used to put the screws to me when Montreal was not playing very well, and now you know your team's looking pretty good. So, yeah, uh, I used to. There used to be uh, uh, go, I, I, our friend of ours. We I'd go to the game with Chills or something like yeah. that here in the city and. Would be molly whopped like six nothing or something, and and uh, back in the good Kurt, old days, yeah, Curtis would text me and be like, huh, "So uh, how was that game? How's that going?" <laughs> yeah, because you and, and Chills went to the game. Yeah, and I'd be like, "Don't know what you're talking about." Yeah, I don't Bulldogs know. are playing last night, yeah. but I, uh, Hamilton Bulldogs played the Canucks. That is the answer yeah. that I believe I received. Yeah, actually. I I, uh, I think the Habs took the night off. Though. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, but good job beating an AHL team. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. and that that kind of stuff would run rampant. And I, you know, I still feel like that. I I, I hope they make. I hope they make it. Um, for me, you know, this year is going to be a, a clearly a lot of growing pains. I think that there is some great talent that we've got coming down the pipe. You know, yeah. we've got uh, the, the 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 lanes and the uh, the Horvats and the um, the Hunter Shinkuriks. Oh. Hunter you know. and Bo, and it's going to take them a while to 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 get up to NHL speed. But I mean, I'm I'm very excited about that. And you know, I think they should have played them this year. I feel like when they sent them down this mm-hmm. year, before they even put, they didn't even send them to the AHL. When they mm-hmm. sent them back to junior, yeah, I I felt like in my heart of hearts they resigned the season already because mm-hmm. ha- pulling them up would have showed like like we talked about this before, but but. Um, when uh, when Schneider got traded, mm-hmm. and then they they obviously made a move for some prospects, yep. like for for Bo Horvat, mm-hmm. and then they still made their first round pick for uh, Shinkaruk. Yeah, that that to me, I, I said, okay, look at that. That's two Fords are going to be replacing obviously yeah. in the future. Like yeah. that's that's no question. Yeah, and they got rid of the goalkeeper, so they clearly mm-hmm. enjoy Eddie Lack, and mm-hmm. they clearly think that Roberto Longo's the guy to keep rolling with them. And I think yeah, Longo's Louis, a good guy. Louis, I mean, man, I I know that there's a lot of people out there uh, who. Well, I don't even know how to finish that sentence. Let me put it this way. This is a whole other conversation, I suppose, but. 
I, I think that Lou is a real class act. The way that he's dealt with everything and all the bullshit that's gone on, I, I'm really glad to still have him on the team. Um, yeah. And as far as the future, uh, I mean, I love how unflappable Eddie Lack is. I mean, he's finally he's got he's got the personality that you need as a goaltender. You know, oh, yeah. somebody who is able to be in the moment, but also not be so fucking ridiculously like just overwhelmed that yeah. you know what I mean. That kind of reminds me of when, uh, like, I don't know if you saw this. Um, uh, most of Canada uh, in, in this time zone, at least, was up at like four a.m. watching yep. the game on mm-hmm. gold medal. Did you watch it? Yes, I watched it too. Of course. So. so um, when they won the 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 game post game analysis, some people were dozing off at that point. Some yeah. people, whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, I watched the the post game interview with Carey Price, and I, I bring this up because what you just talk about Eddie Lack being uh, unflappable. Oh yeah. Um, Carey Price had the uh, uh, the most like I gotta be honest, I've been a huge fan of this guy for years, right? Yeah. But he had. The the closest thing to like a, a snooze interview, like a Ted Bundy like interview, where I was like, uh, I was like, hey babe, look at the, look at that Carrie Price, that's so awesome, and she's Al like, Bundy. yeah, Ted Bundy, because because he was like <laughs> he was like this, because uh, I was like, hey babe, look at this, I I, I showed her, I'm like I'm like yeah. look, Carrie Price with the gold medal, woo, yeah. so yeah. excited, and she's like, oh yeah, and then she goes, yeah, he's pretty, isn't he, yeah. and then so I'm like, yeah, he's a sharp looking guy, but yeah. then but then the, it's Elliot Friedman from CBC's like. Carey Price, hard-fought game. You get in there, you, yeah. you do what you had to do, you stand the ground. How does it feel to finally be a gold medal winner? And he gives him the mic, and then he just goes, "Yeah, well, you know, it's just, you know, it's been great, but it's been great." <laughs> it's like you yeah. just won a goddamn gold medal, yeah. and yeah. you're named best goalie of the yep. Olympics. How could you not have like a modicum of just a little oh, yeah. bit of excitement? Just yeah. show me something. And but then it was like this. This is how he, he said it. He's like. Yeah, it was great. You know, we went out there. Teamwork was was good. Yeah. Sorry to fly off the handle like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it felt like. Like, he was just, like, so into it. Sorry, then, I'm just overcome right now. Yeah, sorry. Sorry to fly off the handle like that. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah, believe me, bud, there's big room for that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we talked about ALAC for a long time being a, good, a strong prospect. Like, like he... Well, hold on. Let, let's finish talking about Carey Price. Uh, oh, you... Had, fantastic goalie fantastic performance um in the olympics i i gotta say as a as a Habs fan yes i i think that he's like like i've always had the highest of regard for him mm-hmm. however um a lot of people that are fellow Habs fans um like i don't know quasi thomas <laughs> he, he's like yo because i was like carrie price is a god son yeah and he's like Yo, he's like a demigod, maybe. maybe. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, demigod, maybe? I'm like, you just won a gold medal. Yo, yeah, but where's this cup? Yeah. <laughs> that kind of well, thing. Well, that's the argument, for sure. Could could it be argued that uh, his accomplishment is somewhat diminished in the Olympics because of the, the quality of defensemen in front of him? No, because you, you got to be on the big stage. And it's the same way that I uh, would defend Luongo in the last Olympics. It's like... Truly, yeah. Yes, he had an amazing decor in front of him, but you cannot tell me that anybody could have been put out there and handled it. I you know? agree. Yeah, I, I thought Luongo was brilliant in 2010. Uh, yeah, and and Carey Price was brilliant in 2014. So, I mean... Very, very interesting. You know, and Mike Babcock, the coaching staff for mm-hmm. Team Canada... Incredible. It's just crazy how much... Uh, how much you want to talk about flack he was getting oh yeah but then like he's winning but he was still getting flack that's how crazy i'll say this like canadian media and i I, especially cbc i i can't fucking stand it 
you know. Uh, I, I don't like CBC either. I, I I'm think... a fan. I, you know, I, Don Don Cherry is a guy who he's I still the enjoy. Prime yeah, I understand that he's your your the greatest the greatest. Don Cherry owns a white dog. Yes, and <laughs> I, you know, but I, I I don't mind him because Don Cherry he's earned the right and he's an entertaining guy and uh, he, most of the time he'll say something that I kind of like. You know what I mean in terms of like. I can respect it from a hockey fan standpoint. But then you have people who just shit, and most people may not really feel the same way that I do, except if you live in BC. And, you know, the amount of shit that I hear from people on CBC, a Glenn Healy, oh, I hate a Glenn PJ Healy. Stock. PJ Stock and Glenn Healy all are, they got, are it's cancer. It's always negative. And it, I know it's not just about BC or the Canucks, but, you know, he literally, Glenn Healy on an Olympic broadcast made several points to, to, to disparage British Columbia, the province, not not even Vancouver Canucks, the team. And it's like... Can you quote him on something? What did, well, there were a few things he said. I mean, one thing was that, oh, well, Luongo's playing well. It must be that he just doesn't like it in Vancouver. Well, have that, you yeah, taken a look? Stuff. Have you taken a look at... I mean, he's been playing pretty damn well in Vancouver, too. I thought too. he's been doing really well this season, actually. And then uh, he also had something to say about BC particularly, and uh, it sounds like I'm full of shit, but no, I, no. Do, I do recall him I mean, the world was watching. The whole world was watching, and he was like, ah, I just don't remember what he said. But it was something... Just disparaging. In it nature. was disparaging, and it really stood out to me. And I'm usually a person who I'm like, okay, yeah, you're trolling. I get it. Y- yeah, you know, you know I mean? like like the CBC has this, like currently their their panel that they have in, in between, like on the hot stove or whatnot. Mm-hmm. There are five guys that usually rock. It's like yep. Ron McLean, Elliot Friedman, PJ Stock, mm-hmm. Glenn Healy, and Kevin Weeks. And Kevin Weeks. Uh, I, I watch him on there, and I, I just... He tries. I, I see a guy who just wants to fucking just destroy a white man so hard that he <laughs> wants to cut a throat every time PJ Stock talks. But he's not allowed. He's not allowed. Yeah. And so he's got to be like, thank you, PJ. Yeah. And, and he's got to use that voice, too. Like and, I, you know, I, I, I mean, know. yeah. Anyway, whatever. I, I just think, bottom line, hockey aside, I, I just feel as a taxpayer that I don't deserve to have to pay to hear people disparage my province. Well, you won't have any problem next year. I hope so. Because Rogers I'm having the sole rights yeah. are going to clean house. There's no I doubt. Hope so. I would say that's probably somewhat Glenn Healy's motivation behind that. Yeah, probably. Um, Actually, yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. And also that dynamic I just mentioned, the five guys on the, on the mm. panel, mm. of the five... Two of those guys you mentioned are, are trolls mm-hmm. in PJ Stock mm-hmm. and Glenn Healy, mm-hmm. and nobody seems to defend them. Like yeah. I don't like them. Yeah. I, I've 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 never mm-hmm. never really gotten uh, behind the ideas that they ever speak ever. They always yeah. have. They always seem to either present a very Toronto forward mindset, mm-hmm. or they present a very negative mindset. In period, like like just arrogant. You can start a game for nothing, and they can go to the first intermission, and they'd be like, "Yeah, but look at this careless play from." Yeah, da-da-da. you know, I'm just, I just, you know, it's clear that they're just not getting the puck out, and they're getting worn down, and you know, even though they're getting away with it right now, like just wait, like this, yeah. this is gonna catch up, and blah blah blah, and it's just like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up is right. Yeah, yeah. no, I totally agree with you. I, I think that, uh, I think that Glenn Healy is, uh, he's, he's kind of, he, he sees that there's a window there with Don Cherry. And mm-hmm. he knows that Don Cherry is... Uh, oh, you think he's going to take over Don's job? Well, I mean, Don's like 80. 80 yeah, he's getting old. 81. I think he turned 80 in Russia this past... Yeah. Like, during the Olympics. And, um, I mean, 
I like to think that he has another 25, 30, 40 years in him, whatever. But, like, the reality is, how long does he actually want to be on TV? How, what, 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 is and he how be long capable? should he be on TV? Yeah, and there, there's also the, you know, like, he gets uh, he gets a certain type of pass for certain things. Oh, for sure. Says. I mean, he gets the old school pass. That's He's, right. He gets, the, he gets the call women broads, and it's not like, yeah. oh, and everyone's like, well, this is lovable Don Cherry. That's what I do. Yeah. Uh, I love I love that he says broads because I say, I say broads. All the time. <laughs> I don't. I love the ladies. Curtis Mymill loves the ladies. Yeah. I don't pander. I, <laughs> I call broads. Call I'm just broads, being a politician, broads. man. I'm, just being a po- I'm still vote, running for the Green Party. I would party. vote for you. I would yeah. vote for you. Thank you. Well, um, I okay. I I got a game that I play in this show. Okay. <clears throat> it's called Too Offensive. Okay. I was wondering what this is. <laughs> I'm worried. Uh so for the folks at home that don't know what I'm talking about, there's a game we play on the show. Uh, it's it's pretty new. We've only been doing it for about five, six weeks or something. Um, but uh, it, it's kind of changed as – it's evolving as okay. we do it. Um, I had uh, Quasi, Thomas, and Seamart on the show. Okay. And uh, they they thought it was too offensive, like TWO offensive. Mm-hmm. And so there was two questions. Right. So, so now there's two questions. Yeah. So it used to be one question. So too offensive or two people too, are offensive? That's, that's yeah. well, <laughs> that's <laughs> what I just explained. Well, the name of the game is this. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, a question, two questions will be asked. Okay. Um, the, uh, the recipient of the questions has the, the opportunity to either answer the question directly or they can say too offensive. Mm-hmm. And, and that in and of itself is the answer and it leaves people wondering. So they know there's something to be said there, but there's no actual. It's your, it's your pass. It's, it's like it's you get. Okay. Yeah. Are you ready to play? Yeah. Okay. So this game's called Too Offensive. <laughs> and she's down through in that little <sighs> at the end. You like that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hold on there, bro. <laughs> You like that? Yeah, that's good. Eh? You you can't see there listening, but I've got a big fucking grin on my face because <laughs> if anyone can be too offensive, my homie MD can. Okay, you ready for these? Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> these were generated by a computer. <laughs> it's like the stats guy on TSN. <laughs> too offensive. Question number or quiz one. Quizmaster, I mean. Okay, and remember, you can answer. Don't feel compelled to answer. You, okay. can, you can also just say too offensive. Okay. If you say it's it like the, pleading the fifth. Yes. Yes. And okay. and if you actually say it in the the theme song voice. Yep. All the all the you know. Even that, better. That, go, that goes a long way. But it depends. If it's really offensive, I will. Okay. <laughs> okay. This one has an ellipsis in it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that's dot 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 for you illiterate fucks. Ready? <laughs> Here we go. Uh, question one. Are you <clears throat> Curtis Monumental <clears throat> better looking? Than Anami Vice, clearly, with his shirt off. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. Did you see the confidence Anami, in which he uh, answered that right away? And he goes, "Yes." And then he goes, "Why are you feeling your? Are you feeling his own arms?" I'm, feeling, and stuff? I'm like, hmm. <laughs> "How much? Like, how many? Am? How much beans and rice do I eat?" Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I am. That's that's an answer. There you, there you go. Anami Vice. Now you know the truth. There you go. Sorry, homie. Shout out to Anami. Nice. Uh, question the second. Curtis Monumental. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you banged mm. in a public place? Mm. Feel free to answer too. Probably like a year ago at least. A year ago? Yeah. That's good. Probably. Do you have maybe, further, maybe a little longer. Do you have further details? Or? Um, 
It involved a sauna and a bench. So, <laughs> see, I like I sweat too much already. Mm. So if I was to do something like that, I think I would just pass the fuck out. Mm. Like I wouldn't have, a, I wouldn't have, a, I wouldn't have a leg to stand in that race, bud. Mm. You haven't offended me yet. No, no, no. Well, I mean, we're friends. Yeah, yeah. No, That's, I appreciate it that. Goes a long Actually, way. W- what we didn't get on air here was that when uh, MD walked through the door. I looked at him and I'm like, so how bad is this going to be? Is this going to be bad? <laughs> we didn't say anything yeah, to each other. The, the whole like the elevator. Five minutes. The whole five yeah. minutes. And then he just looks at me. He's like, is this going to be a contentious is podcast? Is this going to be contentious? <laughs> this is going to be contentious. Are you going to go at me? I'm like, yeah. listen, listen, bud. Slow her down. Oh, hold on, bud. And, they, and ladies and gentlemen, that, that segment was too offensive. <sighs> was that it? That was it. Oh. You love it. What? You wanted more? I did. I don't know how to offend nah, you. No, no, no. That's good. We've been friends for too long. I can't offend you. That like was that. too offensive that I, I didn't get. No, no, those were good. No, no, that was good. You know, I appreciate your forthcoming answers. You didn't respond too offensive to either one, and now we know the truth. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel. By the way, those are facts now. Those are, it's it's uh, indisputable. Yeah. So, so with Nami, feel free to come on the show and dispute defend. that. Yeah, defend. Yeah, <laughs> defend your, your honor. That'd be fantastic. Do you... Uh, do you prefer that we plug the site directly? Should we, uh, w- let's see here. Um, folks can find you at uh, CurtisMonumental.com. CurtisMonumental.com. Curtis mm-hmm. uh, they can also interact with you on Twitter at C-U-R-T Monumental, Kurt Monumental. Yeah, um, you might. Um, it's Curtis with a C, ladies and gentlemen. It's Curtis, Curtis with a C, but uh, on Twitter, yeah, Kurt. Yeah, throw monumental. Up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got links up and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, folks want to follow monumental. He has got a great site. He does uh, fashion. He does music. He does uh, all tastes of blog. You can follow up with him. And uh, do you want to take this time to announce anything you're doing? Maybe a solo something, something that we've mm. been waiting for for literally almost a decade, and we've been so excited <laughs> for. Do you want to take this opportunity, my friend? Do you want to do something? Say I'll it to just, the people. I'm just working on something. Uh, MD uh, may or may not have. I just heard it and it's fucking badass. It sounds so good. It's so rad. It's exactly the reason why I've always looked up to you in music and why I've always felt so strongly about the things you do. And I think you're so talented. And I'm so glad to hear that you're going to be doing a solo project. Uh, do you, do you have a title you want to throw these people? Do you have anything you want to go I on? I can't give you a title, um, but uh, expect the first single to come out for me. Real soon. Uh, real hopefully, soon. Real soon. soon what if someone's within, listening to this in the future? If like, you're listening to this within a month from now, it'll be out. You'll be able to what hear about, that What about, like, the future? Because this show is going forever. So the future. This is episode 23. What well, about we're when coming I'm from on 2014, 500? And you're going like, to be looking back and it'll be like, remember when MD had to get sorry-ass Curtis Monumental on his show? And like, <laughs> Um, how we're gonna, I, no, I, no, no. That's not how it's going down in history. This, this is going to be, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's dope. It's, it's my. Allow me to reintroduce myself. myself. Exactly. Yeah. Not going to sign till I hit a million, son. Yeah. Boom. There it is. That's exactly what it is, bro. Yeah. I know what's up. Yeah. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I want to take this opportunity to thank uh, you for always listening. You can always follow me at MD underscore Boomsday on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You can always uh, email me directly at Jamie. Oh, three news MD. Yes, every week I say this, and this might be the last week, but it's actually J A Y M E at Amp Records Co dot com. And uh, shout out Amp Records. Shout out Phil Eamon. That's right. Shout out Amp. 
this is my first away game I've ever done. Thank you for hosting this. You did this. pretty well. Even I put, uh, you know, I fucking put the fix in. I paid the refs, and you didn't even need it. It was pretty good. <laughs> Must have been that outstanding goaltending. I don't know. God damn, we got to carry the god slash starter price. Yeah. I love him. There love you him. Go. good guy. Demigod. He's a, oh, yo, you be like a demigod. Yo, how'd you know the name of my 15th rap album? <laughs> demigod. <laughs> Golden demigod. Yo, uh, shout out to Crazy Thomas. Okay, yo, check it out. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to listen to some Thug Disco. What's the name of this joint, dude? This song is uh, called uh, I Can Do It Better. I Can Do It Better by Thug Disco. Shout out to Turn Aside B. Turn Aside B, Thug Disco, Chapel Sound. Lots shout of love. Yo, curse my mail. Thank you, my friend, for coming on the show, bro. My uh, utmost... Boons Day, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yo, go check out Dressing Life's Wounds. They don't just sponsor us for nothing. There Shout we go. out Dressing Life's Wounds. Right. I can I can attest to the fact that MD is, is draped in Dressing Life's Wounds, and it shit's looking As super hard. G'd up from the feet up. All right, let's do this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Thug Disco. Let's check it out. Woo! I'm not 